more grace and welcome to Kingdom City Church's prophetic radio broadcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Enjoy today's message. You need to start a new path because your timing was off. Some of you heard God, but you moved at the wrong time. That's very key. That's a very key element. A lot of us make decisions, but we don't wait on the timing of God. You did hear God and you, God did tell you that, but you didn't wait to see the time. You know, God gave you a dream and showed you preaching and doing ministry. You come and bring me a business card. Telling you called to preach. You are called to preach. I believe it, but not now. You've been saved for two days. You ain't been saved long enough. You ain't made full proof of your ministry. Now, how, how are you ready? How are you ready in six months? And it took Jesus 18 years to get prepared for three and a half. The Bible declared that Jesus started doing a little ministry in the temple when he was 12 years old. Amen. The Bible declared that his mama showed up and after his mama showed up, the Bible said he became subject unto them. Yes. Come on, give me Luke. Give me Luke chapter 2. Give me Luke chapter 2 bound by verse. Me Luke 249. 249 going to say, didn't you know I'll be about my father's business. Give me Luke 249. And he said, how is it that she sought me? Wish she not that I must be. I know my Bible, don't I, y'all? Amen. That I must be about my father's business. Give me verse 50. And look at what it says in the next verse. And they understood not the saying, verse 51, which he spake unto them. And he went down with who? Yeah. And came to Nazareth and was subject unto who? Yeah. That's his mom and daddy. He the God of the universe. Now, can you imagine what humility it took to submit himself to his own creation? Oh, yes. The mama he submitted to was the mama he created. He wasn't just a baby. He was her God. But he became subject unto them. The Bible declared and came to Nazareth, but his mother kept all them saying, verse 52, in her heart. And as a result of him becoming subject, he increased in what? And and in favor with who? And all because he submitted himself. Well, 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 it's been long. It's been it's been a long time. It excuse me. Jesus was God in the flesh and God in the flesh ministry got shut down for 18 years. Why couldn't he start at 20? He was God in the flesh. I'm going to tell you why. Because he had to give me, give me Give me Hebrews chapter 5, round about verse 7. Let, let me tell you why. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death, verse 8, and was heard and that he feared, though he were a son, yet learned he he was anointed but he hadn't learned obedience 
and you don't learn obedience till you suffer. My God. Ah! You don't learn obedience till he tell you to do something you don't want to do. See, that's our problem. We only want leaders and pastors and prophetic people who give us words that we want to hear. We say, ooh, that man anointed. He told me about my ministry. He told me how anointed I was. He told me how powerful I was. And guess what? That's what we run behind. People who stroke our egos. Amen! But he had to learn obedience through the things he suffered. He had a great ministry. He went at 12, but his timing was off. Now, if God in the flesh can miss his timing, you don't think you can miss yours? He, he, had to, he had to be submitted for 18 years to prepare for a three and a half year ministry. Nobody want to nobody wanna go through that submission, that obedience process. But it's going to prepare you for what God's getting ready to take you. Amen. Somebody say, thank God for submission. Thank God for submission. So that's one reason why you need to get on the right path. Because your timing off. You missed it. You heard God, but, but your timing was off. God, God really did tell you to start that business. But you three years early. I know the Lord told me to start it. He did. I believe he told you to start it. But you did not wait and say when. You heard the what, but you didn't hear the when. I know God told me that's my husband. I know God told me that's my wife. I believe it. But you was ready. And he wasn't. You was ready, but she wasn't ready. There were some things I needed to work out of them before you get married because I knew what I'm going to do in your life and I can't do it in your life if both of y'all immature. Say amen to that. Time was off. Well, prophet, how did I get here? How did I get off? I mean, I've been saved 50 years and I just don't know how I just got so far off. I'm so glad y'all asked me how y'all got off. I'm so glad. I'm going to tell you why. Number one, you change your priorities. Instead of God being first, things became first. Let's be honest about that. He, he, He lost the center spot in our life. We start doing what we want to do. You know, if you don't be careful after you get saved, you'll just start going through the motions. And you'll just start making decisions because it, it looked like a good decision, but you've not. He said, acknowledge me and what? I know I focus on that a lot, but because I want y'all to understand, you got to stop just doing stuff because you want to do it. Number two, another reason why you miss it is your focus got misplaced. You focusing on the wrong thing. Paul said, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Reaching forth to those things which are before. What's your focus on? See, one of the first things that the enemy, one of the first ways the enemy gets us is through a demon called comparison. The spirit of comparison will destroy your life. Because you would start equating your success by what you see other folk doing. Is that true? 
And y'all know I tell you all the time, he that compares himself to another, what? It's not wise. That's what the word of God said. So I don't compare myself to nobody because I got a different journey from everybody. Amen. You got a different journey. See, see, you may not be assigned to start something till you 40. Right. But you're looking at somebody who started at 20. Right. And you look at their life. They just look so successful. Look at them. But that's the only reason you feel that way is you looking at somebody else. Here come God gives Noah an assignment and said, I want you to build an ark. Now this is tough. This is tough to build an ark because he's been walking around for 120 years telling them people, it's going to rain. First of all, that's off. Because up until this time, the Bible said rain didn't come out the sky. Mist came from the ground. But God giving him another message. Said it ain't coming from the ground no more. It's getting ready to come out the sky. And look at what happened. One day the rain started falling. And when the rain started falling, God said, I want you to build an ark. Close yourself in the ark. Do me a favor, don't know. Do not, under no circumstance, put windows around the ark. Don't put no window around the ark. Because there's a storm coming. And when the storm comes, I don't want you to look out. You can put one window on the ark. The window got to go on top. So that if you get discouraged, you don't look out. Look up. Y'all ain't talking back to me. You know your problem? You keep looking out, but you ain't looking up. I will lift my eyes unto the hill. From where coming, my tell somebody to look up. Look up. Oh, I wish I could preach this. I don't have time. But let me show you. Let me let me show you if if I had time. And see, that's why y'all got to know God wants you to have money. God wants us to have material wealth. God wants us to live in the best, drive the best, wear the best. He wants us to have all of that. When God called Moses, he told Moses, do me a favor. He said, come here, Moses. He said, I'm going to take you into the heavenless. He said, but when I take you into the heavenless, I want you to do me a favor. He said, I want you to build me a temple. Build me a tabernacle. He said, but I don't want you to build any kind of tabernacle. I want you to build it according to the pattern that you've seen in heaven. Don't go based on what other folk did. When you leave heaven, come back on earth and show people on earth what you saw in heaven. My will be done on earth, even as it is what? You know your problem is? You keep getting your pattern from everybody but heaven. Moses did not have no kind of protege. Uh, He didn't have no mentor. He didn't have nobody he could look to because he didn't have nobody who had ever done what he did. He didn't have nobody who ever walked in what he walked in. And some of y'all problem is you always looking for somebody to talk to you and looking for somebody to lead you. But I hear the Holy Ghost saying, I'll be your leader and I'll be your guide. Turn the TV on and listen to him. Stop watching other folk. Listen to everybody else. That ain't your assignment. I told you, God told me that other people's experience is not his will for you. That's it. That's it. 
Amen. You lost your house, but I ain't losing mine. See, y'all scared to say that. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. You got to put out your house, but I ain't going to be my testimony. I'm going to pay all my houses off. Your focus got misplaced. Tell your neighbor, get your focus in place. What you focused on? What you looking at? See, we, you, you know, you know, y'all listen now. Y'all listen. God said, if you didn't be risen with Christ, set your affection on things above. Stop trying to make money. Stop, stop that. Get your mind off of money. Seek ye first the kingdom. Get your mind off how to get out of what you in. Amen. Focus on him. Make him the center of your life. Elebo shata. Hallelujah to God. Forget the money. I can lose that, but I can't lose you. Can lose everything, but I can't lose you. Hallelujah. Whatever you do, don't take your Holy Spirit from it. Men out of way from your presence. Don't come to me bringing me no ideas you got from nobody else church. Don't come to me telling somebody did somebody else church. That's their pattern. That ain't what God told me to do. Amen. They want a soup kitchen. They can do a soup kitchen. Jesus ain't told me to be in no soup kitchen yet. Y'all quiet. We need to give away coats in the wintertime. He ain't told me to give away no coach yet. Y'all don't follow what other people are doing. You follow the pattern God gave you. Because people that have you busy doing stuff that God never told you to do. And it's a good idea, but it ain't a God idea. That's the difference. Quiet church. Number three, put the third reason up there. Here's another reason why you're on the wrong path. Ain't got no personal time with God. I'm done. I done went over my time. But no personal time with God. But it's Memorial Day. Y'all ain't got nothing to do tomorrow. No. No personal time with God. That's that's what's wrong with you. Don't spend no time with God. All that shouting in here, but don't shout at home. All that dancing and falling out and worshiping and praying. When do you pray at home? What is the time? What is the time that is set in your life that folk know they can't reach you? And the reason they know they can't reach you is because that's your alone time with him. See, see, you got see, see, there's a realm in God. And some of y'all may not understand what I'm about to say. You've never been there, and I understand. You'll get there one day if you keep on loving God. But there's a there's a realm. There's a realm in God. There, there's a realm in God that you spend so much time with him that when you spend time with other folk, you feel like you're cheating on it. See, some of you never been there. Some of y'all ain't never been through that. You ain't never spent no time, but he ain't never been your lover. I'm telling you. There's a realm in him where you're hanging out with everybody else, and after you've been with him for about an hour or two, you're ready to get back and be one-on-one with him. Yes, sir. So I love y'all, but excuse me, I just feel I feel 
I feel him calling me. Hey, hallelujah. I feel him drawing me into the inner chamber. I'm telling you. Hiya. Hallelujah to God. I'm telling you, this thing is real. There's a blaze in him. You know, that, that, that's almost, that can almost become a problem for a woman or a man who's been single for 20, 30 years. And they've been alone with God. Yeah. Then they get married. Come on. <laughs> you get married and they used to that a long time with God all the time. See, that changed when you get married. Yes! Change when you get married. Amen. The Bible says, single man, you can be with God all the time. Married, married, married is about that spouse. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I say, you get married, it's about that spouse. Can't go on a fast when you get ready. I say, you can't go on a fast when you get ready. Baby, I'm finna go on a fast. No, you're asking me. Well, come here, baby. I'm going to go on 21 day fat. Well, we're going to believe God for three days. 21 days? No, I can't hold that for 21. We're going to do three. Say amen. Amen. That's my consent. Three days. It's up. And you better hope you get it in three days. Because if it ain't got in three days, you're in trouble. Say amen. Glory to God. You don't get to do what you want to do no more when you get married. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 1. Let's go there. It says, Not concerning the things where you wrote unto me. It is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication. I'm in verse 2 now. Let every man have his own what? Let every wife have her own what? Verse 3. Let the wife render due benevolence unto the... Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence. Likewise also the wife unto the husband. Verse 4. Defraud ye not! Husband coming there, Tom. Something. Come on, baby. I'm tired. Defraud ye not. I got the flu. Defraud ye not. I don't care about the flu. Either you gonna get healed or I'm gonna get sick. Defraud ye not. Somebody either gonna get healed or somebody gonna get sick, but defraud ye not. Hallelujah to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's the Bible. They skipped verse four, but verse four said, The wife have not power over her body. But the husband. And the husband don't have power over his body, but the wife. She belonged to him, he belonged to her. Period. Hello? Period. Number five, defraud ye not. One other. Can't never say no. <laughs> Amen. 
Never. Say amen, church. Now you, you, you think this is a joke. But, but that one thing destroys marriages. This is true. I said that one thing destroys marriages. Because what you're not fulfilling, another woman is with it. Probably you're not one other, except to be with consent for a time. That's the Bible. Consent for a time that you may give yourselves. It say yourselves. Notice it say when you go on a fast, you, you after you get married, you don't fast by yourself. Now y'all, y'all gonna have to fast together. Amen. Amen. You shutting it down. I might as well go ahead and go on a fast with you. Say amen. Amen. The candy's so closed. We might as well fast together. Say amen. Amen. Well, we give ourselves to prayer and fasting. But the Bible says, as soon as you come off the fast, come together again. That's what it says. That's the word. Amen. Amen. You've been, you been on the fast. Let's say your husband gave you permission to fast for 30 days. You've been up in the behind. You done tapped into a realm with God. You done tapped I'm talking about you done really tapped into a realm with God. And the 31st day, he coming in. You tell him something. I'm just in a realm. Come out that realm. If wherever you at, it's ended right now. I'm finna really take you to a realm and go. Say yes! Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Let Satan tempt you for your incontinence. Say amen to that. I'm telling you. Personal time with God. But even once you get married, have that conversation with your husband. Have that conversation with your wife. And say, hey baby, do you mind? This is the time that I want to spend with God. Everything can be solved through a conversation. And all you get and get what? You know, that, that's the breakdown. Right now, if, if, somebody, if we went to war, the first thing the enemy or the opposer would do in a war is break down the communication. Because if you ever destroy the communication between two people, you got the victory. So always make sure you can talk about anything. Because as long as you can talk, you can get through it. And I'm talking about you may have to have some uncomfortable conversations. But always be able to talk. Because if you can't talk, they're going to find somebody else to talk to. Say amen. Amen. Right? A long time ago. Number four. Here's another reason why you got off. You lack time in the word. Shouting, but you don't read. I, I I don't read before I pray. I pray first, then I read. Because he praying is me talking to God. But reading the word is him talking to me. And I have to get my spirit in a position to receive that word. See, I I can't understand that word with a carnal mind. All right? So I spend time with him and I love on him. And then I open up my Bible and get in my word. And I'm not reading my word. Now, this is the truth. This is true. I am prepared. I don't, I don't have to study to preach for the next eight months. 
Everything I'm going to preach for the next eight months to a year, I already got it together. But I'm still studying every day. Because I don't study to preach. I study to live. Men shall not by bread alone. Some of y'all try not to study your word till you got something coming up. Ooh, I got to really get in my word and study now. No, you, you need to be ready at all times. Stand at word. Live in that word. Not worried about hitting my heart that I might not what? That's Psalm 119.11. Psalm 119.56 says, this I had because I kept your precepts. I believe that was David who said in Psalm 51, I desire truth in the inward parts. How do you get truth in the inward parts? That's the word of God. And if you get in that word long enough, the word will start reading you. Because that word is a mirror. And when you look in the mirror, it ain't for the man down the street. Come on, talk to me in here. That mirror starts showing you things in your life that you need to get right. Won't that mirror show you you ain't got no patience? Amen, amen, amen. All right? So those are the things. You got to get in that word. Love the word. Esteem the word of God more than your necessary food. If you sat in front of a TV for three hours, you need to be in your word for four. See, there are certain there are certain covenants you need to make with yourself that says, all right, I'll go to the movie. I'll watch this hour and a half, but I'm not going to give anything more time than I give him. And if I miss it on Tuesday, I got to make it up on Wednesday. Because let me tell you something. One moment out of his presence I'm telling you this is amazing you can spend time with God every day for five years and miss it one time and feel like you done went all the way backwards so you have to stay in constant fellowship with him and one way you do that is you you don't always remember your closet is not a place in your house it's a place in your heart see your closet your closet can be Walmart walking around Walmart going it do. I, I do that sometimes. I was in the airport just now. Brother Phil was walking with me going to Nathan. And I said something. And I hear the lady looking at me. She said, you okay? I said, ma'am, it's just the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Amen. All the time. All the time. Amen. Amen. He, it's real. He don't just, he not just with me when I come to church. I commune with him all day. Hey, Hallelujah. You got to love him. You got to spend time. Talk to him about everything. I said, talk to him about everything. I said, talk to him about everything. Because I told you, he said, I'm, he said I, desire, I desire to be that friend. He said, you talk to everybody but me. You commune with everybody but me. And I'm longing for fellowship. Hallelujah. Number five, another reason why you got off track and I'm done here and we're finished. Another reason why you got off track is your work start replacing your worship. See, these jobs can get you out the presence of God. How I do that? You so tired from the job, you can't even spend no time with him. You're tired. 
So guess what you got to do? Now, see, there are things, remember now, he wants to be priority. There are things you have to do. What's something you got to do? Well, if I know that if I work from six, uh, uh, nine to five, excuse me, when I get home, I'm not going to feel like praying at 530. I'm tired. I'm tired. So I have to make a decision to go to bed early and wake up early before I go to work and spend time with him before work instead of trying to spend time with him after work because that ain't no productive intimacy. Intimacy ain't no good when you're tired. Say man. So he desires the best. Seek him first. Seek him early. He wants to be priority in your life. Thank you for listening to the Prophetic Radio Broadcast with Prophet Brian Karn. We invite you to join us at a Kingdom City Church near you. Come worship with us at KCC Jacks in Jacksonville, Florida every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 o'clock p.m. at 2104 North Main Street in Jacksonville, Florida or at KCC Charlotte in Charlotte, North Carolina every Sunday at 3 o'clock p.m. and Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. at 3409 Brookshire Boulevard in Charlotte, North Carolina or call 1-833-522-5433. You can also visit us online at kccharlotte.org, kccjacks.org, or briancarn.com for more information and to sow a seed into the ministry. More grace, we're excited about your future.